Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, uh, Pirate Nation? What up? Hey, what's up? Pod 58, week 12, we missed you. We had Pod 58 twice now, right? Yeah, the little technical difficulties last week. I'm going to blame it straight on Steve Jobs. It's completely 100% his fault. Computer just turned off for no reason. But we're here for you. 16 out of 17 NFL weeks. At least your computer's updated though now, right? Yeah, it's good. It's nice. And a day early for the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, So we're making it happen this week. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't pick a manager for every single Thanksgiving dish like we have done in the past this episode. We'll, we'll save that, maybe. We, we got something okay. else cooking for you. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna have a nice, nice little guest. special coming up here soon, right? Yeah, and uh, thank, thank you, Jake, for uh, calling in here on your drive to the Carolinas. Yeah, North Carolina, heading, on the, heading away now. Uh, got my co-pilot driving so I can read my notes here, so good to go. Nice. That's how we roll around here. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. Week 12, good, bad, and ugly. Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> let's call our guest, too. The good. The bad. And the lucky. Your, uh, the champ here, Champ Clinton. What's up, Chad? What up, boys? Back for the second week in a row. <laughs> yes, hey, it was sorry. just a trial run last week. Trial run, right. Didn't we do uh, the same thing last year to you? I think we had uh, a lost episode recorded with yeah, you. Yeah, we did. I, so I three lost episodes. Might have been the Super Bowl one or maybe uh, after the season or something like that. I don't know. We did a bomb Super Bowl pod last year, I remember. Jake called the score it. on the dot. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we had a lost episode with DDS, too, didn't we? Yep. Yeah. But th- thanks for coming through, Commission. We appreciate you. Yeah, commitment. No problem. Let's get into the good, bad, and lucky, then. Go ahead, Jake, since you're right. on the road. Well, mine, mine have a theme for my good, bad, and lucky this week. It's, it's all Eagles Nation. Yes. <laughs> hey, watch your boner, Joe. <laughs> You guys missed out last uh, last week on my Eagles prediction. It was strong. It was it was hard. It was strong. It was Eagles. Joe was on the early line. It was like minus three when we recorded it. it moved to what minus six or yeah. six half. Yeah. All right. So my good Eagles best record in the league. They might be the best team in the league. Nine and one. They're not getting a ton of national love either, um, but they get tons of love here on BPFL. Um, <laughs> The Eagles combined opponents record is 40 and 60 and only one and one against teams with currently a winning record uh, a win at Carolina and a loss at KC oh, Eagles yeah. have uh, Seattle and Rams on the road the next few weeks so we'll see what they're really made of yeah those are a couple big tests for sure I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it there in the state of Pennsylvania and go with uh, Big Ben and Antonio Brown for the Pittsburgh Steelers combining for 60.25 butt pirate points 
Big Ben with a 299, four tutties. Uh, Antonio accounted for 10 for 144 in three of those tutties. Uh, his second career three touchdown game. And that sick helmet catch. Stack. And Tone. Showing patience with Big Ben. He, he typically uh, will toss a guy to the side if he doesn't produce for a few weeks. But he's held on to Big Ben all year. Yeah, it's uh, very well done and a huge, huge game last week. Mm-hmm. My good is Mr. Jimmy Graham for Jimmy Rose. So Jeremy has been the beneficiary of this tear that Jimmy Graham has gone. Six touchdowns in five games. Uh, he's the second highest scoring tight end in our league right now. And he's just a beast. I'm interested in uh, looking forward next year. He'll be a 31-year-old free agent on the market. So we'll see what happens with Jimmy Graham. But he's my good. Kelsey tight end one. Yep, Kelsey's number one. What's your good, Chad? Uh, my, my good is uh, Joey's finally snapped his four-game head-to-head losing streak versus 08. Beating Buzz this week. Yep. Uh, Joe, I, I look back here. Joey's all-time head-to-head record versus 08. Uh, he's had 35 career matchups. He's 14 and 21. But I thought it'd be worse than that, yeah. to be honest. But over the last three seasons, he's only four and 16. Yeah, yeah there it is. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. This is despite being ahead of all of them except 90 in the all-time come ranks. So really no other explanation than 08's got Joey's number. I choke. I choke under pressure when it comes to 08. Jay, nothing there? I thought you for sure would have something. No, I just got a big smile on my face. (laughs) I I think we talk about it enough. Don't need to rub it in too much more. We're we're by ourselves in my apartment. I I can go after him. You never know. Um, I'll just keep going. My bad for this week was Tennessee Titans secondary. They got tore up. They got straight tore up by the Steelers. They're big giving up the 23rd most passing yards this season. Uh, They're giving up the fifth most fantasy points in our league to wide receiver. They got some guy at safety, number 37, Cyprian? I don't know what his name is, but he sucks ass. (laughs) Their whole secondary is garbage. Yeah, Dory Jackson's not great. <laughs> uh, I got. I'll go next. My bad. Keep on the Eagles theme. Jake Elliott is in the NFL's uh, mandatory per- percussion percussion protocol after getting his bell rung on the opening kickoff against the boys on Sunday. Uh, and then he was pulled from the game later after he missed a 30 yard your uh, 34 yard field goal. Uh, so Jake Elliott, rise up. Uh, I had Nathan Peterman. That guy sucks. Yeah. 54-24, threw five picks in the first half. Uh, thank goodness they brought in my boy Ty God in the second half. He was respectable, uh, threw for 156, had a touchdown throwing, another one running. Uh, don't know why he ever got benched in the first place, but Nathan Peterman, you suck. <laughs> so, yeah, the trial run, we had the same bad, and I also had Nathan Small. Peter, man. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was mind-boggling. The um, the real problem was since trading away Marcel Darius, the Bills D has been getting gashed by the run and lit up on the scoreboard. 
the Jets a few weeks back, they allowed 200 yards rushing and 34 points. Next week, 300 yards rushing to the Saints at home and 47 points, and then 150 yards on the ground and 54 points to the Chargers this week. That's 45 points a game. Mm-hmm. So Tyrod's not the problem. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it. So for Lucky, go ahead, Jake, on your Lucky. Finish up your Eagles theme, Lucky. All right. uh, the, the new kicker, possibly. The new uh, kicker for the Eagles, Kamu Gringer. <laughs> what? Say that one more time. Kamu, Kamu Groger Hill. Uh, not only is he the backup linebacker for the Eagles, he's now the starting kicker. What? Uh, he didn't get to try a field goal or an extra point uh, against the boys, but he did uh, kick off. Also, uh, side note, Kenyon Barner and Corey Clement taking snaps away from Ajaye and Blunt last week. I don't know if he's going to actually be the kicker. I heard they're going to... Is there other guy uh, that they're thinking about bringing back who's on IR or something? I don't know. There's always kicker. 10 kickers out there that are just rotating between teams. Aguayo is Aguayo one of them. That's what I was going to say. Kim Jong-Koo, whatever his name is, the other is guy. Maybe they'll get Nugent from... Uh, they're saying uh, Santos? Yeah. Kairos? Yeah. The Bears have Cairo Santos now. Who knows? Maybe Cairo Barth, Connor Barth can go there. I just want that guy to become kicker available on Yahoo so Joe can pick him up. Yep. I need to do something. I need more Eagles on my team. I only got Blunt. Oh, uh, you mentioned Joe. I'll go with my lucky. That's Joe Scott. Um, Buzz's kicker. Elliot got concussed and scored zero. Also, Matty Ice throws a bomb tutty to the tight end, but it was Toy Lolo. Uh-huh. It wasn't Austin Hooper, who only scored .93. So, uh, what, you only beat Buzz by four, four or something yeah, like three that. and a half, something like that. So, uh, looked out with a couple of those there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I thought Hooper would have a, a, a lot bigger year than he's had. His snap count, yeah, he wasn't out there that many snaps. Probably less than half, I'd say. Yeah, you can call him remember Austin how, Pooper. Remember how good Tony Gonzalez was in that offense? I know mm-hmm. it's a different offense now, but Matt Ryan was uh, always looking for him in the red zone. I figured he, he might... Uh, get back to that a little bit with Hooper this year. Coleman didn't go off like I thought he would either last night. He mined against uh, San Fran this, or no, Tampa Bay this week, so. Yeah, Seattle's run is pretty stingy. For my lucky, I went the Saints winning over the Redskins. They were down big, 15 points, I think, with four minutes left. Uh, it was a 0.2% win probability. And they came back and won. Saints are amazing. They just keep it rolling every single week. Uh, for my lucky, it's um, it's a week to give thanks. So I'll say I am one lucky guy, uh, or rather, uh, blessed. I, I want to say I appreciate you guys for having me on tonight again. And I appreciate all you listeners out there, um, especially our league members, for making it another good year. Uh, and lastly, I've told a few league members that I've seen, but another reason I feel lucky is, I'll let you guys know, Jen and I are expecting our second kid. Oh, Rise up. On the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, we haven't done any big Facebook announcement yet, but we'll be soon. So figured I would sneak that into the podcast, let you guys know first. Nice. Wait, awesome. <laughs> we got to get this pod out fast. All right, we can move along. Nice. Nice. That's probably the best lucky of the season, I'd say. Easily. 
Joe, I don't have the rundown, so you, you're going to have to... Where else are we? Let's do Jay's picks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, let's do Jay's picks for this week. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. Jay's jizz picks. All right. Well, went six and two last week, so up to forty-seven and forty-one on the year. So I'm back in action. Yeah, don't doubt ever again. No way, Jose. I just needed a couple coin flips to get me back on the right track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'll start with my game here against the Butt Pirate. I'm picking myself. Uh, I need to, another win to stay alive there in the DJs. Um, I like Jet McKinnon against Detroit. I know Latavius has had a couple big weeks, and uh, Joe's excited because I think he won our bet. Yeah, he finally outscored <laughs> Dalvin. <laughs> Took him a few extra weeks than I expected, but he did it. But, uh, he just now outscored him? Yeah, this past week he finally <laughs> did it. It's not like he's been bad. No. Because Dalvin was that boss yeah. earlier. Dalvin yeah, was I mean, boss. How many weeks did Dalvin go for? Into the season, but uh, long haul gotcha. Yeah. Um, bus player for Byron. I don't think that Kobe Fleener is going to score over eight fantasy points two weeks in a row. That's what I have to say about that matchup. Breakout's coming. Uh, Maybe. I mean, he uh, played all right last week after we were making fun of him on the group me. Looking at Byron's team real fast, I saw that Xavier Rhodes is going to play Thursday night football against the Detroit Lions. So who knows? Maybe Kenny Galladay sneaks another touchdown in this week. I see Byron has him in his starting lineup. I like that, Byron. <laughs> we know your love for Kenny. Does PFF have him lined up majority of the time away from Xavier Rhodes? Or does Xavier shadow? I don't know. I would assume Xavier <laughs> will probably be on uh, Marvin Jones for the most part. Right, but I, I don't know if Xavier shadows. I think he stays on one side of the field for the most part, but yeah. I don't know that for sure. I don't know. I know Jones like runs 60% of his routes on the right side, so I think he'd see most of it. But either way, Scoob's not any Galladay touchdowns this week, <laughs> even though I'm a big, big fan of his. I was freaking out about John Brown blowing up last week because he was facing, uh, who was it, Niners? Oh, I yeah. I thought John Brown would catch like two huge studies and potentially uh, ups, be the uh, key cog to upset me. Well, my thing is, like, Byron is kind of due for another win almost. And it's not like his team is awful, awful. So it's just scary facing him. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, his team really isn't that bad. I mean, to lose 10 in a row is, yeah, his team's not that bad. It kind of reminds me of one time I was in eighth grade and I was wrestling in a Knox wrestling tournament. <laughs> And I had to wrestle a girl. And uh, so I was like super nervous because I thought I was going to, I'm like, I better not fucking lose. But I ended up pinning her very quickly. Yeah. Kind of like how people have been defeating Byron this yeah. season. I'm clenching, uh, clenching all week. Uh, on that topic, though, uh, if, if, you know, he's in the driver's seat to go back to back, Pirate. I mean, do we need to look at this, uh, champ? Uh, do we need to come up with another rule or something? Um, we're, we're, we're like, we... I thought about this, like, it, what if we had, like, a sub-league? Like, it, what do they do in the European soccer? Where, like, what if we had, like, a six-man or Relegate somebody? Like, a, what do they call it? Where they relegate somebody to, like, the lower league? Yeah, like, if you get last, league. you gotta go down, like, you gotta go down, and you can't come go back up until you win that league. Who knows? But I think we do have to raise the punishment a little bit for the 
butt pirate going forward, especially a back-to-back -back pirate. At, at least another bottle of Patron for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Two bottles of Patron. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, don't don't let this next guy get a hold of two bottles of Patron when he is uh, facing his opponent, or you start shit talking and get his ass beat. It's Nighty versus Jason. Uh, I like it, Nighty's Pittsburgh boys again against Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Mm -hmm. uh, Would have been a really sick matchup, but of course Aaron Rodgers is out, so I think Pittsburgh probably rolls big time. Um, I don't like. Jason's Jordy Nelson and uh, Williams for Green Bay. Jordy Nelson just makes me sad because he's so good and now like he's relegated to like a wide receiver four. Yeah. Just because Brent Hundley's garbage, so it's just a bummer. But I think 90 rolls here. Agreed. Yeah. Sounds good. It doesn't it doesn't look like it should be a very close matchup, but you never know. Uh, next matchup here, we've got the Blunt Brothers, Cubbies and Rick. Uh, Rick should win this one. Tom Brady gets to play Miami, uh, and he's a 17 and a half point favorite. Wow! <laughs> so he should be should be putting up some points on my Dolphins. Um, for Buzz, I think Robert Woods is going to see some Marshawn Lattimore for New Orleans, uh, if Robert Woods even plays. So he's my bus player he's for out. the week. Yeah, he's is he out, out for, for good? Weeks. Should be interesting. Hey, Marshawn Lattimore, I don't know what his status is, but he, did he come back in the game last week? Uh, I that he, I don't I know. I think when he rolled his ankle, he didn't come back. No, he didn't come back. I don't think back. he did, but I think they came out right away and said that uh, no like, structural damage and that he had a chance to play this week. Well, good good thing I didn't pick that uh, Rams Saints game for my Vegas picks. I need to do some more research on that one. Uh, <laughs> and who's the Saints uh, edge rusher they lost to? He's one of their better guys. They got Cam Jordan still. No, is a guy that I think a younger guy breaking out, but hmm. he was producing, and I think he's done for the year. So we'll see. We'll see how that affects him. More passing for Breeze. <laughs> That's right. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Rick has Sammy Watkins too, so that Robert Woods injury. We'll see how if that can increase his workload at all. Well, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. Rick's got to get get back with it. He was on the one seed forever. Now he's in fourth place in the league. So needs a big victory here. Yep. All right, we got Beans and Poop Bread versus Davis Thirty. Um, and Davis 30, honestly, might have the worst roster, I think, personally. I think Byron's mm -hmm. got a little bit better talent-wise. So I think Wendell will roll here. I do like Marcus Mariota against Indy. Uh, gets 10 days to prepare. I know he's coming off his worst game as a pro with four interceptions. But I think a big bounce-back spot at Lucas Oil. Sit down, Colts. <laughs> yeah, sit down, Colts, and sit down, Davis 30. Does Marvin Jones continue the terror for Davis 30? He's been doing real well lately. I don't know if he can keep it up. He did this last year where he kind of exploded for three games. And Wendell needs this win. If he doesn't Wendell's get yet, it, needs to stay he's alive. mathematically eliminated, isn't he, I think? Yeah, because yeah. Nighty only needs one win. Uh -huh. And then wild card wise, not. Isn't Nighty undefeated in division? Yeah, he, yeah, Nighty's 4-0, so. And he's up by almost 30 points on Wendell too so but if uh, if 90 lost these next two and Wendell won them then they'd both be 4-2 and two. and then Wendell but could yeah, overtake him but he'd still him by yeah. 30 over the next two 
So you're telling me yeah. there's a chance. Yeah. He's not mathematically eliminated, you're right. Yeah. But the fact that it's wild that no one's clinched yet, I still couldn't believe that when I woke up this morning. Yeah. Yeah, this no seems one, like there's, yeah, there's no one just destroying. Yeah, two, two good teams in every division, two bad teams, it seems like. Yeah. Not the rats. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The rats, rats are always running. an exception. <laughs> uh, speaking of the rats, we'll go to their uh, first place versus fourth place in the division matchup. We got Jimmy, who's actually first in the league right now, versus the Ass Eaters, who's 14th in the league. Obviously, I'm picking Ju Jimmy here. I'm still waiting for that Julio breakout game. Uh, why hasn't he had that, you know, 10 catch, 200 yard, two tutty game yet? Yeah, I saw some side by side comparison comparing him and Jarvis Landry, and it just like it looks hilarious because yeah. uh, Landry's the one getting the TDs. Jarvis Landry, I think, is uh, third overall in uh, scoring like within the 10 yard line. Um, only a couple quarterbacks are in front of him. Uh, he's doing all his work down there in the red zone. Yeah, just uh, yeah, different, it's, different it's way. It's crazy. Like, I mean, how do you? They don't even attempt to like throw jump balls to Julio. Like, how often do you see Julio? I mean, I we saw one earlier this year where he snatched it from a guy, but like maybe a few times a year do they throw a 50-50 ball to him in the end zone? I, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him attempt one. What was it? Monday night that they did had the game. Well, I yeah, do the one on the sideline. Yeah, it was, was out of bounds yeah. though. They threw one. It wasn't like a lot of red zone. It's all about Miguel. I mean, he makes those yeah. sideline catches. He did it in the Super Bowl. He did it on Monday night. It's the same concept. Just put one up there in the end zone. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, I also don't get why the ass eaters want to trade for Buck Allen. Uh, he had three, three rushes for eight yards and one catch for nine yards for 1.63 points last week. And that was the biggest what the fuck move of the year. Yeah, yeah, you sent that gift right away, so. Nice, nice sell, Jay. Thank you, thank you. Um, that's right. Um, all right, boy liking game of the week. Joey, congratulations. Woo! You and Gray. Yep. Um, I'm gonna pick Greg here. Just yeah, of his course. team's better. Yeah, because of Joe. Uh, yes, exactly why. Uh, Russie against San Francisco should have a nice game. I'm still waiting for that breeze breakout. I don't think it's coming if they're just gonna run the ball like they do. And some of his throws, he only throws it like 10 yards basically to Kamara, and then he runs the rest of the way. It's been ridiculous. A weird, weird transformation. Looks like he CJ. He also doesn't have the, the outside weapons like he usually has. I mean, Michael Thomas is great. Kobe Fleener's pretty poopy. Mm -hmm. Ted Ginn's, you know, he does what he does. Yeah, yeah, I only like they watching Ted Ginn guy. return touchdown or kickoffs. They don't have that next guy. Like Sneed's not stepping up. Uh, what's his name? Coleman's looked flashed, you know, a little yeah. bit this year. Red zone use. They don't have that next guy that he moves the chains with. Yeah, uh, but they're they're winning ball games, so they can't really complain right. too much. Um, but they, I mean, when you got two bosses in the backfield, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe knows. I've been calling for them to ride the run game for like two years because their O line's been been really good for the last couple of years. Hey, you're you're preaching to the choir over here with me and music, man. We're no bigger fans of Ingram. We love him. For sure. 
All right. Greg, uh, Greg should win big yeah. in this matchup. Greg's Kar- got a nice roster, man. Yep. Kareem Hunt and Sean McCoy going head-to-head. That's a nice running back matchup game right there for Greg to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice little Sunday. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Upset of the week. The rats, Jake Music. Let's go what? <laughs> over let's go. over Jag Dog. Uh, and basically, I'm picking this for one reason and one reason only: Mr. Andy Dalton versus Cleveland. <laughs> oh yeah, baby! Mark it down. Three touchdowns. Let's go. Yep. Anybody but AJ Green. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pulling for that too. Anyone but AJ Green. Oh yeah. A couple mix and dump offs would be nice. That's right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I think you you definitely have a shot. Big Dog's only projected to win by 11. Uh, Kamara's been a boss for you lately. Um, yeah. You've got two nice tight ends that uh, both get good target share. You might want to pick up a different defense. I don't know about Green yeah. Bay against Pittsburgh, but... I've, I've got a streamer in here. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. All right, good. Uh, yeah. Best of luck to you. Thanks. All right, Chad, that means uh, you're left in the game of the week. Basically, it's to stay alive in the D-Gens in the playoff race. It's you and Chafe. And you know I'm picking 08. This game is important <laughs> as fuck. I know, this dude. It's wild. Whoever, whoever loses goes home. Correct. Um, all right, so Chad, break it down for me. What do you think are your, uh, what's your strength or who are you relying on this week the most? I just pulled it up. I, shit, man. Yeah, who's got me for projected for 100? I know that's big. And, uh, um, I've already mentioned him, but I uh, this is the only matchup I like left for Ty, and I refused. I didn't want to get rid of him on any of my deals because I knew I could get him against, you know, versus Tennessee against Chase. And I'm just praying it pays off. You know, any good matchup he's had this year, he's just killed. But it's only been like, I think he's only had three of them. Anyway, uh, I like Alex Smith to continue the rampage on the buff defense. Um, I think they're going to play hungry this week after losing up in New York. I also like Gronk for a bounce back game. He only had three catches last week in a good matchup versus Oakland. He is facing the Dolphins. Who they're awful against, against tight, end. tight ends. Yeah. Um, uh, I am worried about A.J. Green versus Cleveland with Chase. I'm worried about... Uh, Obviously, you got a boost with P. Ryan. He's going to be getting all the volume there. They've got the Giants on Turkey Day. So we'll see with that. What do you think about uh, Dak Prescott getting Tyron Smith back to help uh, protect him a little bit? Big bounce back on Thanksgiving. I don't think think you're going to see two two bad games in a row from Dak. And then, uh, of course, he's got the hammer, Ryan Suckup. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah we missed the sound effect last week and of course ryan suck up 
when he beat me, I think week six was facing the Colts on Monday night. He's at Indianapolis. Oh, wow. This week. Dang. Uh, you know, it, it might come down to what Baltimore D does for you on Monday night against Houston. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I saw that uh, today, too, that he has no one going on Monday night. I got Baltimore D versus Houston. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Um, like you said, it's it's win or go home, really. So, um, I'm pulling for Chafe, of course, but uh, I think it should be be a really good good matchup best of luck so to you so Chafe beats me that that pretty much seals it for you right so long as I'd beat Byron because then I'd be two games up right you win and would it be an automatic you're in correct all the scenarios have been played out in Chafe's mind uh, yeah but Chafe Chafe's got what, one loss in division so if he yeah, but you guys would both be at six losses and I'd be at four still so even if I'd lose the next week. I'd only get five. Yep. You're right. So, big big time. Uh, 08 could be vibing together. <laughs> Jay is woke as fuck over here. <laughs> uh, it's just wild. All three of us just yeah. pushed all our chips to the center. So like, oh yeah, it gives me too much anxiety, dude. For sure. This is the third year in a row. Three guys have been going in at it into the final week. I know. Our division. It's uh, it's Dgens. Yeah. No no pushovers. All right, well, good luck to everyone this week, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Nice. Now, let's get into our Vegas picks. Sir, uh, you're aware that there's a $50,000 buy-in this evening? If that's the case, give me $100,000 in chips. Let me have a dad, Pepsi, it's hot weed. Catch me outside, how about that? Changing 500. And in my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fact I please. I'm your Huckleberry. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Right. Great cash, homie. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess. Let's do your car segment, Joe. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Actually, you're doing a whole car segment tonight. <laughs> car segment. Uh, I didn't write any Vegas picks down. I missed it on my notes today. So I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something and uh, post them to you, Joe, tomorrow. Nice. All right. So we were, what, 5-1 and one last week. We kept it hot. We're 43-20 and 20 overall. Almost 70, 700 winning percentage. So, so I need to start parlaying these things together. Exactly. So I'll get it started. I'm going with a team we like to call the Jags. <laughs> Minus four and a half at the shitty ass Cardinals. I just think that Jags secondary is going to shut down those uh, sickle cell ridden <laughs> wide receivers. Larry Fitzgerald is great, but he's not going to be able to help. They're not going to be able to do anything. You're not scared of the uh, King Gabbert revenge game? Is that what's going on? I didn't even know. Oh, notice. yeah. You know that's what's going on, dude. King Gabbert versus Commander Bortles. I, yeah, I don't mind Gabbert, actually, but uh, uh, <laughs> I'll still stick with four and a half Jags. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stick in the AFC South. I'm taking Tennessee minus three at Indy. Big bounce back game for Tennessee. 
That seems like a nice line there. And also, yeah, there's ways. There's so many like huge lines this week that mm-hmm. three points seem nice. So I didn't want to take one of those uh, unders or take an underdog though. They're just uh, it just feels gross cheering for one of those shitty ass teams. I know it. Chad, what do you got? Hey Joe, you'll be happy to know John Brown sickle cell moved to his toes. He may miss a few games with a turf toe. Nice. Very good. On schedule. Uh, my my uh, spread pick this week is Dallas plus one at home yeah. on Thanksgiving, hosting the Chargers. I think it's a good bounce back spot for them. I think they're going to come out hungry in the short week. Chargers are got to travel. They're coming off a huge win, a blowout win over Buffalo. Uh, just seems like a ripe spot for Dallas to mm-hmm. get back on track. Yeah, and I mean, what better day to come out hungry than on Thanksgiving, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. They still do the, uh, what are the, is Fox do the turkey leg thing? Yeah, they got what, the turducken, right? Yeah. And the, what, the galloping gobbler, some other type of trophy, I think. <laughs> oh, it, they're they not going to have the Phil Simms Iron Man this year, though. Is it Fox at Dallas? Yeah, yeah, Fox and Dallas, but I don't know what's what CBS guys, is going to do. What's your guys' assessment on Romo? Awesome, love him. He's fine. I don't watch games with the volume up too often. <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. I don't, like, it's it's crazy to me how he can call out plays before they happen just based on pre-snaps re- pre-snap reads. You know, how, like Aikman, Trent Green, how many quarterbacks are in the booth? You've never heard them call out plays before they go, but Romo does it frequently. Yeah, Romo's always been underrated, I felt like, um, when we talk about all those great quarterbacks of the 2000s, so it's good to see him getting some recognition for his broadcasting. Hey, does uh, Fox have the Super Bowl? Because he might make his first appearance in the Super Bowl. Oh, no. CBS, right? Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's What's his name? NBC's got It's it, Collinsworth. Yeah. yeah, it's Collinsworth. Just crossing into uh, North Carolina, raise up. Hey, take your shirt off. Okay, so let's get back to football over-under. <laughs> My over-under for the week. Seattle at San Francisco. I'm picking an over, over 42 and a half. I just think that number, that uh, Seattle defense isn't what it was. It's just cut down. And I'm looking for a little Jimmy G for San Francisco this week. I think he's coming this week. They're looking for a win. We'll see what happens. Over 42 and a half. All right. I like that. Um, This is just a stupid game. I don't really know. I'm just taking a dart throw here. Uh, Bengals Browns over 38. Andy Dalton all the way. <laughs> nice. It is, it, is Josh Gordon playing this week? Oh, I haven't heard. I hope so. Corey Coleman fun. went for uh, over 80 yards on the Jags last week, and they uh, get Josh Gordon back with him. All of a sudden, they look a lot more dangerous. Nice. I think uh, Coleman is only the second wide receiver to go for over 80 against the Jags. The other one was uh, Antonio Brown this year. So, nice. Uh, hit, hit up the sell in the offseason. Nine buck keep. Yeah, I would sell, definitely sell him for sure. <laughs> Ass eaters, he's, give Chad a call. He's like Kevin White, similar. Brittle. Yeah. Very he brittle. Br- t- 
two broken hands, it, it's kind of a freak and a, injury. And he had a groin injury. surgery, and then he had a hamstring last season, too. Feels weird you not being on the Kevin White bandwagon anymore, Joe. Yeah, I know. I'm off. I'm completely off. He's just, you know. What if the Eagles sign him in the offseason? <laughs> <laughs> conflict, conflict of interest right there. Yeah, so glad I didn't invest in the Kevin White China boy for sure. What's uh, what's your over-under, Chad? Uh, I went under 53 in the Saints at Rams. Um, you know, both have solid defenses. I think uh, both offenses have been playing hot. I think the over-unders propped up because of that. Um, don't have a whole lot of other reasoning other than I like to fade, fade big totals, so over under or i'll take the under of 53 saints at rams ah, okay it's a big under J- jake gave one oh yeah i forgot never mind nice so there's our vegas picks call up those fucking bookies what are we doing next oh okay all right this should be fun so chad i think you got a little segment ready for us I don't know what we're going to call it, but let's just go off the cuff. Chad's College Basketball Coach Comparison. (laughs) The commissioner of the National Football League. Commissioner Roger Goodell. The NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. The NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. NFL Commissioner... Ten reasons why we hate Roger Goodell. We wanted to offer a couple of kind words to the commissioner of the NFL. They're losers. They're babies. Fuck Goodell. Stupid piece of shit. Fuck the NFL. What brought you guys out today? We gotta highlight the issues that matter. We gotta get Goodell out of there. Unite America against Roger Goodell. It's an issue we can all agree on. And why does ESPN lie about everything? What's your message for Roger Goodell after this week? F you. <laughs> Fire Goodell. Fire him. He's done. The bump. Stupid Goodell. People aren't stupid. This is America. You can't lie, 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 lie. You're a liar. Hitler. Hitler. The commissioner is heading to the podium. It's time to get this party started. You're a mean one, Mr. Commish. The salaries you'll steal. You're as creepy as Bud Selig. You're as sweaty as Ray Seals, Mr. Commish. So regardless of the outcome, won't be a first down. Is that where is Roger? It might be. I'm trying to decipher it. I think that is. Uh, I'm going to say I agree. Offense. That foul is disregarded. Holding number 53 of the return team. That penalty will be enforced. 10 yards. First down. Well, there was the first ever where is Roger Champ. Roger Goodell, uh, go, go on once.com, fill your application, you need a new job. Roger Goodell, I can tell him to go screw himself. Roger Goodell, you get mud kicked in your face. 
Hey, Roger, we're coming after you, brother. Hey, Roger Goodell, what happened? You were wrong again. Goodell is a coward. I just want to say, fuck Roger Goodell. Yeah, so, uh, so college is heating up. Um, so I decided to compare each manager to a college basketball coach. They're not all active coaches. Some are recently active. Um, but I just went down the standings. We'll start with the gangsters. Greg is Mike Bray. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Solid, steady, but with little hardware to show. Um, and much like Bray's tenure at Notre Dame, Greg seems to piece together a rather unexciting roster most years, but to his credit, he constructs a competitive and tourney-worthy squad, squad more often than not. Um, something about this year, though, feels different for Greg, and this could be his best squad yet. But again, it, this sounds like a familiar story we have heard come out of South Bend in recent seasons, so time will tell. Did you see Bray like in his uh, shorts and uh, t-shirt Maui. coaching in Maui? Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm going under a tunnel here. We'll see if I stay connected. All right. Um, Continue. But, so yeah, Bray was looking great. Also, the Bray and Greg comparison, nice slick back black yeah. hair. That was kind of yeah. the first thing that popped into sure. my mind, so... Uh, I like that one a lot, Chad. That's a great start. Yeah, not all not all these are uh, going to be physical comparisons either. This one I had a lot of trouble with Rick. Um, <laughs> I still hate that I picked it. Rick is Shaka Smart. Um, Who? Say it again. Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart, okay. Somewhat unique in his roster construction. You know, he went with the top flight QB keep spent his money on a tight end in Kelsey, which is both panned out for him. Um, and then spent all his future draft money for two high-volume backs and basically scrapping the rest together. Um, but anyway, when it works, look out. Ricky Ricky can dominate. But when the competition level cranks up here at the end of the year, the Shaka strategy doesn't always look so smart. And... Uh, the same could be said for Rick's history in this league, too. Yep. Next one, Buzz. Rick, Rick reminds me of Mike Davis more. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Wasn't a good one. Uh, I can think of that. Buzz. You guys would probably never guess this in a million tries. Buzz is John Beeline. John Beeline. Uh, mostly underrated, but has proven himself to be a consistent winner in the league and with championship upside. Buzz is top five in all-time come ranks. And 2012 is his only season he's finished outside the top 10 in the come ranks. Let's go Buzz. <laughs> we need one of those. And uh, although he's never donned the maroon jacket, he was ever so close in 2015 when the biggest small baller we have swiped it away from him. Mm-hmm. Beeline was also close to champion status, losing an epic title game to Louisville in 2013. Cheaters. Does that mean Big Dog's uh, title's going to get vacated one day? <laughs> uh, Joey, you're next. I think you're going to like this one. Joey is Tom Izzo. He's, uh, okay, yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. Consistent, calculated, and fiery. 
Yeah. Uh, Izzo's built Sparty his way, comparable to Joe's value-based approach to assembling his rosters each year. Neither of these guys chase the full team of blue chippers, and the result has been sustainable success. Joe has made the playoffs in four of the first five seasons and is currently third in all-time come ranks. It's mm, impressive That's resume. So we're on to the thugs. Nighty. Hello, Pirate Nation. Night boy is Calipari. <laughs> Unique recruiting management style, but um, has established himself a proven winner. He'll go to great lengths to assemble the super team status despite volatile results. Um, and despite the risk, it's hard to knock the strategy. Shooting for the Stars net a 90 title in 2016 and an all-time type fantasy squad, much like Calipari, Calipari finally piecing together an all-timer with Anthony Davis, Kid Gilchrist, and crew in 2012. The 90 super team. Has he had, he's had like one and a half super teams. Yeah. He's had a couple other good ones, yeah, but that was the ultimate super team for sure. Uh, Jared, this is another tough one. Jared's Bill Self historically has produced winning seasons with talent-rich teams. However, has come up short when it matters most. He has two runner-up finishes, just hasn't been able to get over the hump. Similar to Bill Self's fizzle out in March that we see quite often. Nice, yeah, that's good. Randy's Kevin Ollie. Oh. Mostly mediocre results. Uh, but he's shown the ability to maximize his roster when he lands a superstar QB that he always tries to get. Kevin Ollie's superstar QB comparison is uh, his Shabazz Napier Ryan Boatwright combo in 2014. Um, Randy's best shot at it was 2013 when he had the Broncos super season. <laughs> the Broncos and Patriots, <laughs> like all. He lost. He lost to Jaybird in the semis. And ended up finishing third. On to Jason. He's going to love this one. Jason is Tom Crean. <laughs> Get, you know, Jason always gets a talented roster, but pretty much every year is underwhelming results. Uh, it seems like Jason enters it. Um, you know, he, he drafts well or he comes in with nice keeps. Uh, and he, I think he's always had a decent budget to back him up. But... For one reason or another, his draft day roster doesn't produce, and it's back to the drawing board. And Jason just got a great attitude and a really nice guy, just like Crean as well. So, <laughs> uh, Jaybird, I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about this one, but you're, I uh, put you as Thad Mata. Okay. Good coach, good recruiter, always a threat to win several games. My back hurts a lot. Um, <laughs> what's that? Doctor says I need a backyotomy. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's career highlight in the Pirate Life League is his 2013 title-worthy team that fell just short of the Chattelags for the championship. Uh, this relates very well to Thad Mata's Odin Conley team that lost to the Florida Juggernaut in uh, 2007. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Which Very transitions good. well to myself oh. as Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> Consistently tough teams that often build momentum into the tourney. Billy D did hit a short lull, rebuilding the Gators back up after his elusive back-to-back title runs in 06-07. Likewise, the Channel X are looking to crash the playoff party this year after a two-year hiatus. Nice. Love that. That was good. Uh, Does this mean you're going to go pro in fantasy soon? (laughs) (laughs) 
he, he basically is a DFS. Uh, so. I did yeah. get an email, but I got to talk to you, Jake. I got an email from Yahoo that I hit veteran status, so I can't get in on the uh, fucking the DFS. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we, we can all give thanks to that. We can all win some money now. Get the okay, fuck out yeah. of my way on veteran status I, on Yahoo Fantasy well, Sports. I just looked at it, it the, the like money threshold is something crazy. Like I got like to be a veteran, you got to win like three separate thousand dollar prize pools or enter a thousand contests. And I'm pretty sure the volume one was the one God I hit. Damn, I, that's a lot of DFS I haven't hit contests. any thousand. I haven't hit the thousand uh, dollar pods for sure. Jeez. Welcome to veteran status. <laughs> What happened when you play every day? Thank you for your service. Well, yeah, I mean, we did what? ML, have we done MLB for three years or two years? Uh, I think we've done it. This is, will be the. Th- we've done it for three years, I think. We did MLB every day. We've done. Two years. We did basketball for two years every day. Yeah. Football every week. But anyway, let's move on. We're mad. Is also Calipari? Oh, Chafe Boy. Chafe <laughs> Boy is Bob Huggins. Oh, okay. Very good. Year in, year out, uh, he fields a. P- Pesky squads that are difficult to be relatable to Huggins. Chafe is no stranger to the big dance, winning back to back to back D-Gen titles. And up until his most recent loss to Jay, he was squarely in the mix for his third straight title. Huggy Bear, one of my faves. Huggins, I, I looked. Up, Huggins has 22 tourney appearances. I was pretty impressed by that. But he, he should have won uh, the title that one year if uh, Kenyon Martin Kenyon. didn't fucking break his leg. Yeah. He does have two Final Four appearances, but you know, for the most part, Huggins's March runs have been not memorable. One, not memorable one, similar to Chase lackluster playoff tries. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's go with Byron. Shit, I didn't know what to do for Byron. So I went with Andy Onfield. Or is that how you say his name? The fucking Dunk City guy. Einfeld or something? Yeah. 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 Um, so he's by far the worst coach of this field, similar to Byron being the worst manager in this field. Byron is last in cum ranks by a decent margin, all-time cum ranks. And he, I think he only has one playoff appearance. So that's why I went with the uh, Andy Unfield one-and-done dream season. Oh, uh, you are going to go like uh, Mike Lightfoot because you are talking about relegation. Said <laughs> 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 Byron down the NAIA. <laughs> Alright, so this one's better. Jeremy's Greg Marshall. Small school, small Jimmy. Big, big <laughs> the, uh, dog's pissed about that one. <laughs> the Shockers have been consistently dominating the mid-major competition for nearly a decade under Marshall, with little fanfare until the last few years. But like Greg with the three Gs, there's nothing new. this is nothing new to Jimmy. He will let the results speak for themselves. And with three playoff appearances under his belt, including a third and a second place finish, It'd be no shocker to see Jeremy turn his number one seed into a 2017 title. Mm. His current number one seed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this one is too easy. Big dog is Jim Beheim. The system. <laughs> I like that. The competition knows what to expect when it comes to facing Beheim's 2-3 zone, just like we know what to expect when we're up against Big Big dog, small balls, satellite backs, and succulent D. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, the system is always a tough beat, and championship upside is attainable if he can catch lightning in a bottle, a la Mellow Man, or in Biggie's case, December, to remember, all pal. I really want Big Dog to change his Twitter bio to satellite backs and succulent D. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jake's another one I had a tough time with, but I ended up on Bruce Pearl. Oh, uh, you know, everybody, nice, nice <laughs> everybody recognizes Bruce Pearl uh, probably because of his animated personality or uh, likable personality. Likable, uh, did you say? I don't know. I guess, you know, he's not a mean guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I he's guess. always nice. Seems nice. But anyway, you know, we can all recognize Jake's jolly laugh and a in a crowd so i don't i don't really know uh-huh. i didn't have a good connection here so that's what <laughs> i went with um but also similar between the two is kind of a mediocre track record jake had a rough start to the pirate life career i think he finished last or you know second to last for the first two or three years and other than his his nice run last year which the uh he was on the wrong end of the final four dramatics last year but it's been pretty subpar results for you, Jake. You need to find that Scotty Hobson. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, who was the old coach for UConn that retired? Calhoun. Yeah, that's who you are. <laughs> Just for the age reasons. <laughs> old, old back. <laughs> he was so damn old on the sidelines. <laughs> so this this leaves one last squad here. It's Cree Wiggs. Cree Wiggs is Steve Alford. Several stops, some good results, yet mostly mixed. But uh, for the most part, something about Steve Alford has always come off as sketch to me. Um, <laughs> he does the Tandem has been too, quite so. entertaining to watch this season. And much like Alford's program, it's hard to really pinpoint any tendencies with their philosophy and roster management. Uh, maybe it's just me, but it seems a little weird that Alford was able to land a premier job in college basketball at UCLA. Um, but I guess some things are better left unexplained adidas um just like how wigs was able to convince creed to pay his freight and then uh, quickly throw in the towel by selling <laughs> all his assets that was a great but, sell hey, job though besides the buck allen trade but yeah hey the bright side is they do have buck allen in a fast act to splurge on colts and domers next year yep something to look forward to keeper, right? speaking of uh domers if we were doing college football coaches I bet uh, those two they could be Charlie Weiss and Charlie Jr. The <laughs> plow? <laughs> I one would assume so. That's all I got guys. Nice that was good. That, that was, was wonderful other than you taking Billy D from me. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do. You got to win the title. And, uh, I know. No, it, it was really perfect, deep. especially the way you let it in there. That was I wonderful. I Coach K. Oh yeah, that would've been good too. Let's go trivia. Wickens is the clubhouse leader right now, I believe, at three points. So he is in line for that double XL Sabonis Pacers jersey that was on uh, Santa's wish list there for him. For him. So how many questions are there? There's five questions. And some have partial points. Yeah, some. We kind of just play it by ear. Okay. So question number one: We know you have a particular affinity for the number nine jersey. Can you tell me who currently wears number nine for your favorite? Uh, professional teams the Bears, Cubs, and Bulls Bears currently don't have anybody wearing it so who was the last person to wear it? Number 9? Yeah uh, Robbie Gold 
This would be my mm. guess. I don't know if there was a guy after him. No, on the Bears one. It's David Fails, the former backup quarterback. What, what, was Gold not number nine? Yeah, he was, but I think Fails David, was there yeah, after him? David Fails was there after. So who's Cubs number nine? Do you know? Uh, For partial. Baez. Baez, okay. And Bulls number nine. Uh, I don't know if there's a current one, but Rondo is the last one. Right? No. Mm-hmm. Is Rondo not number no, nine? No, he's not. Currently, I've never even heard of this guy. Antonio Blakeney? Blakeney? Well, can we yeah, give him a half a point for Rondo? I don't know the yeah. Bulls right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're so garbage. But this is, I'd rather them do what they're doing than have Dwayne Wade and Rondo again. All like, right. what the fuck is that? We're giving you two-thirds of a point on that one. Nice. That's pretty good. So, question number two. We don't typically bring up too much NBA talk around you. We know the uh, repercussions. But we're making an exception here. Your daughter's name is Avery. Can you tell us what college that the defensive stopper Avery Bradley attended? Ooh, Avery Bradley. He was a one-and-done. Came out of the 2010 draft. Played for Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Used to, yeah. Yeah, used to. Now he's with Detroit. Want to say Avery Bradley? Want to say? Oh, fuck, was it Oklahoma? Oh. Hang on, this. Oh, uh, fuck, Texas. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Well done. Did you uh, did you see the picture over the weekend of Miles Turner and McConaughey doing the hook 'em together? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Two of my favorite people. I did see that. <laughs> That's nice. So, what is what's the point total right one, now? One and two third. One and two third. Okay, on your way. Question number three. Uh, Politowigs will like this one. The 2000 presidential election introduced the country to the term Chad when many ballots were unreadable by machine counters due to the left over Chad papers. If you remember this, yeah. When voters. The 2003. No, yeah. the, the 2000 election when voters used to. Two, punch holes into their ballots uh we know george w bush ended up narrowly winning that election over al gore but can you name the candidate that got third place in that election oh uh fuck i don't know ross perot oh no it's the other guy that runs all the time (laughs) ralph nader ralph nader yeah ross perot is a good guess though I think he was the year prior to that, and the year prior to that, and the election prior to that. <laughs> and the 15 other ones. Yeah. yeah. So one and... Nader, what? huh? Yep, one and two-thirds. Going into question number four. One of my favorite draft nights we've ever had was the first live draft back at Scotty's back in 2013. Great night. Great night. Wonderful night. <laughs> uh, you named three running backs as keepers that season. Who were they? And we'll give you one third point for each one. 2013. So it was the second year of the league. One was Spiller. Ah, nice. For $13. I'll say another one was Forte. Sorry. No, that was not no? one of them. No. Shit. Um, I think that was some other year. 2013. Uh, I don't think I... I'll say Charles. I don't think I had him then, but... No. 
Mm-hmm. You had him like uh, two years after that, I think. Yeah. I had him the next year. You were small balling this year. Fred Jackson? No, it was uh, Darren Sproles and Alfred Morris were the ones you didn't name. Oh, Alf. Alf was your boy. Yeah, Alf was a rookie in 12. Yep. It's a long time ago. Our lives are passing us by quickly. Yeah, but... Uh, so, what do you got? Two points two now? Point, two two points, all right, tie for a tie. This is for the tie, right? Yep. Yeah. Question number five. Your former boy, Jay Cutler, made his NFL debut way back in 2006 for the Denver Broncos when the team decided to make a switch at QB and start him in week 13. Can you name the QB that Cutler was replacing? Let's see. What? Sorry, can you say the year again? 2006. I'll say it was Jake Plummer. Oh, ding, ding, ding. nice. We have a tie. I don't know how we're going to do this, how we're going to do a tiebreaker. We can do a coin flip Yeah, we'll do something like that, maybe, if, if this is still tied yeah. at the end. Chad, what China boy would you would be your order? Ooh. Mark um, <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> What'd you say? A marketing nation. Yeah, I mean, probably go with the boss. Oh, that would be a good oh, one, too. That would be a good one, too. Nice. We can match with our Saints jerseys. We'll see how this season pans out. Get that Alvin Kamara for you too, Jake. So we'd be Saints Nation at the draft. <laughs> we order enough of them, we'll get a discount. Yeah. Might as well. Who dat? Okay, so let's move on to let's give little updates. Pick them, best ball, DFS. I don't know if we have it written down anywhere. Uh, DFS. Yeah. Mosef. Uh, he got first. Uh, Big Dog second. Chad, of course, in the money at third. Uh, Mosef's lineup was uh, Alex Smith, Kamara equals boss, Orleans Darkwa, Marquise Lee, Crowder, Keenan Allen, Travis Kelsey, Tevin Coleman, and the LA Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan Allen and the Clippers were the two huge plays uh, for Mosef yeah. there. Yeah. Keenan Allen, breakout, big time. Yeah. He's always been capable of it, but finally puts it together. Here's a big game. So pick him. Um, what do we got? Pick him. Pick him. Uh, big Crunch still has a two-game lead on Chad. Who is the uh, big Chad crunch? made up a ton of ground uh, last week. He had the weekly high and also the yearly high of 12 last last week. Uh, only missed on Tampa and Cincy. Yeah. 12 of 14. That's hot. Big Crunch is Martindale, I believe, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Martindale, I'm no, going for you. Big Crunch. <laughs> it's Big Crunch. Is, he, is that a nickname he's always had? Uh, yeah, so um, Mr. Mason, the old, uh, what was he, like a geography teacher or whatever? Yeah, jackass. Uh, yeah, he'd always go, Big Crunch, it's really cool. And I don't know really what cool. he was necessarily talking about. but Yeah, I, I have a blog, I have a pooch, check it out. <laughs> That's what he'd always, always liked him. He also had a, an iPod Nano, it was as thin as a pencil. Do 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 do, dancing queen. <laughs> nice. I don't have a best ball update. I'm not in that I, one. I, uh, it's Greg, it's Greg and Big Dog. I Greg, know it's Greg, Greg and, Big and Big Dog, Dog up top. Have I gotten out of the basement in that? Uh, no, I believe you're still down there with me and Nighty. Yeah, yeah Muff, best ball Muff Dive still down there. I believe the real guru has joined us down there too, so <laughs> we can make it a foursome. <laughs> My team is so garbage in that. Yeah, it's so uh, Eli Manning is the only quarterback I have left in that. So good, it's good. So we got all our updates out of the way. 
Best of uh, group me. Group me? Yeah. Right, let's go. Yeah. Um, all right. So due to no podcast last week, uh, got some great gifts out of it, though. The, the Cavs kid uh, holding his head, crying. Uh, the crying girl um, and the barstool guy uh, saying, figure it out. Those were all top notch yeah, gifts. Sorry about that. Um, that uh, pick that Joe made of the, our Vegas picks of uh, the hangover. Yeah. Totally, totally nailed it. Uh, definitely hit all of us. Alan, of course, me, Phil. Uh, that was UJ and Stu. With uh, that was you, Joe. Mm-hmm. Top notch there. Yeah. Uh, DDS and all of his twerk, twerking gifts. Uh, really killing those. <laughs> uh, one Jimmy, Jimmy posted. He said uh, the Randy in the shower gift wins gift of the year. I don't even remember that one. No, Did no, guys- didn't rise. Uh, Someone was making fun of Randy, and didn't they show the girl shaving her vagina in the shower? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's what he was referencing. I thought okay. I thought they were talking about the one where he's like in a robe, and this is like robe time or something like that. <laughs> I thought I missed one. I was like, I don't remember this one, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Post that when you guys find that picture, please. Also, uh, Joe and Jimmy here. Uh, Joe on his <laughs> Demarco. Uh, Trade, t- trade bait talk and Jimmy thinks he's on a DM with him. <laughs> Always working those side chats, so I'm surprised it only yeah. happens this many times. It should happen more time, more often. Then, then more, he pulled yeah. the trigger on the deal like a few hours later. Didn't yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did lower the price significantly. I mean, I respect Jimmy's thought process there because it is a little risky. Henry equals boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that, in relatively speaking, that's so cheap for a. Uh, for borderline RB1, I mean, comparable to what he would have had to pay a few weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Since I paid 40 for uh, Blunt like five weeks earlier. Uh, pretty good like deal. everyone was just out of money. There was no competition, you yep. know, yep. driving that cost up. Uh, I was going to say this earlier when I got started on it. A lot of the uh, best of group me ties in with the trades, which we'll get to those here in a minute. This one, uh, a trade alert. Uh, by the ass eaters, uh, it was Cree uh, making out with Nighty's sister, and Cree uh, <laughs> Cree seemed like he was just in disbelief. Uh, he kissed her pretty pretty good, and then next thing you know, he just bangs her head on her on his shoulder like he can't believe it that he's actually doing it, or maybe that he's gonna go eat her ass. <laughs> I didn't I notice know. that. Judging by his face, he was pretty wasted. I'm assuming he like maybe passed out. He's just passing out on her shoulder. <laughs> Take a little cat nap. I think that was at Coach's Nation, too. We were rising pretty hard that night. Wiggs is just, I mean, he is the greatest at catching the greatest things on camera, like uh, the nighty yeah. the nighty cut. You shoved of the course, fuck out of me. You shoved the fuck out of me. Just a lot of video, good videos. All the video, the Antonio. Yeah. He just gets it all. It's great. Great camera work. That was, that was actually the next one. Uh, nighty, Antonio, uh, lots of good good ones there. Uh, Vinny and Pauly D on the Jersey Shore uh, and then uh, Joe you did one with like lots of trippy colors in it that was pretty cool <laughs> I think that was the Antonio one that probably took some time doing that nah there's just you just gotta know I know people I know websites you gotta check it out you guys gotta get better with these gifts get it up to my level 
90 stays on my best of group, Micho. Next one for him. <laughs> How about his, uh, nobody, nobody's talking about his big man in AB stack. It's like y'all don't like see me roll or something. <laughs> uh, last one, a Roto World blip, blur, but it's not from 90, it's from Big Dog. Woodhead and Didi are back. PH levels have been checked, the jets have been turned on, and now it's time to tub. <laughs> ready, ready to get wet. <laughs> I love that there's I just love it when people talk shit with a theme like that with this team theme I love it I think that's probably the best at oh yeah that. for sure DD uh, uh, breakout three what he had three catches 30 yeah, yards it's pretty mild comeback so far so far look out for this season's OBJ Good prime for the playoff push yep he's gonna uh, make me eat the words you know <laughs> you guys wanna run through the J- is JD McKissick uh, pickups gonna look start looking kind of guru-ish because yeah, he, uh, he looked good. He, yeah, he runs he hard, and they were reluctant to give Lacey the ball the other night. And then what? The, whoever they what was Mike the guy Jones. they signed? Was it Mike Jones? Oh. I don't know. Mike Jones. Somebody. But, I think he got hurt. Yeah, he I got don't know hurt. If he's out, but McKissick could be the uh, primary guy there. Uh, run through trades here. Yep, go for it. Uh, Pigs in a Blanket gets Hunter Henry, 8-15. and 15. Jay, you got Sterling Shepard who had a concussion. Well, I think he's going to be out again this week the way it sounds. My gosh. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Let's go. <laughs> Did they say uh, he's just sick? Is that all they said? He doesn't feel well. <laughs> um, uh, next one. Kind of odd. Jimmy gets Zeke. Pigs gets 12-10. and 10. Uh, Chad, you said he was suspended, just in case Jimmy didn't see that. <laughs> suspended, uh, injured stoners. I guess he's hoping he's in the championship game, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, yeah, I mean, what's his key value? 75. 75? Uh, yeah. E. I don't know, I guess, um, low risk. I guess he can sell him I to mean, his brother. <laughs> it's, whatever, he's probably not gonna get his money back, but, um, if he gets to week 16, that's a nice extra chip to play, you know? He's and then um, in the offseason, I guess he could maybe unload him for small cash or leverage into another cheaper asset to maybe, one of the big uh, budgets. Maybe hoping some crazy court case overturn another one was coming or something. Who knows? Well, he won't be suspended into next year, right? He'll be no. good to go. Nah, he should be done, I think. Looks like... The next couple ones are just defenses, so screw those. Um, Joe, you got CJ Anderson. Uh, gave up your boy DeMarco, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one was a defensive trade as well, but then Nide replied with the Blockbuster logo, so that was funny. <laughs> it's right in your wheelhouse. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> yeah, all right, that was good. There's just so many things that we can't show on the radio, like the gifts. It's just so good that I wish we could recreate it sometime for the pod. Yeah, we, uh, we need to figure out. We'll go to the Apple Store and figure out how to do a video pod for the season yeah. wrap up and show the gifts. Yeah. That'd definitely be not safe for work. Yeah, this is true. All right, Chad, you got any last thoughts or anything? Um, just a parting thought, I guess. Now that we're past the trade deadline, I guess it, we should start thinking about. Um, potential off-season changes i know the dun, 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 uh, the, the everlong <laughs> hot topic of kickers and defenses and all that shit um but i guess one happy medium i thought of was maybe lower the points 
per so make, basically make yardage more standard, meaning positional players would would score a little more. So instead of having a drastic change of adding another flex or another wide receiver or whatever, or deleting kicker, you know, just make a more subtle change that the overall scoring would increase, but it would only come from positional players. Therefore, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in, indirectly decreasing the value slightly of kickers and defense, making their impact a little more subtle. Yeah. I don't know, just something to think about. That's a, probably a potential rule I'll put on there. It'd be moving from 15 yards per point down to 10. And then passing is currently at 40 yards a point. Probably move it to 30 would be the proposed change. Hmm. Something to think about. I still want to ooh get rid of those kickers, but it's all right. I'm willing to discuss. Right, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it either. But the thing is, oh wait, loves kickers. I mean, you're, I'm leading you're, in kicker you're points on this one, year. You're on still. one end. There's obviously others on the other end. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to go through. Like we got to figure out a different solution. Well, I appreciate you brainstorming that solution, Commission. That's why you're the man. But you know, having said that, whatever, whatever comes to mind, throw it out in the chat or side chat me. I get I'm gonna start making a list of ideas for the offseason rule change vote. But beyond that, good luck everybody this week. Um, chafe everybody with Chafe. <laughs> and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you guys for having me on again. Yep. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Congrats. Yep. Congrats. Thank you. See you, Chad. All right. I All guess. Right, yep. Let's wrap it up. All right. Fire life for me. Joe, play that motherfucking outro. Peace. See you, boys. Hey, uh, have fun. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, man. See you. Bye-bye. Give me a run for my money. There is nobody. No wonder why I run me. So give me a run for my money. Sipping bubbly, feeling lovely. Living lovely. Just love me. I want to be with you. If I minimize my net worth, would you sell? Keep it a hundred, I ready, you trust me then too. Keep it a whole one hundred, don't got you, I got nothing. I got something. Hold up, we gon' function, no assumption. Feeling like Tyson with it, knock it out twice, I'm kidding. Only for the night, I'm kidding. Only for the life, yeah, only for your life, yeah, only for your life, let's get it. Hit that show, I know I'm coming off. Backstroke off, I got what you Already on 10, our money coming off. Feeling go wild, this party won't drop, this party won't end. If I didn't ride, blade on curb, would you sell? If I minimize my net worth, would you sell? Keep it a hundred, already you trust me then too. Keep it a whole one heart, don't got you, I got nothing. Oh, I'm for my money. There is nobody, no wonder why I run me. So give me a run for my money. Sipping bubbly, feeling lovely. Living lovely. Just love.